It's Call of the Dogs with Tansy and She, and my goodness gracious, friend, it's been so long since we've done this. We've actually been podcasting now for about an hour, <laughs> just us talking and uh, not recording, but uh, we had to catch up, you know, it's been a minute. You know, one of these days we're just going to record our conversation beforehand, which would be actually potentially more entertaining than the actual podcast, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but uh, maybe we'll do it well, one day. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get there one day. One day when we're somewhat decent at doing this kind of stuff, but uh, but yeah, we were we were talking the other day, and we we're just like, you know, we got this. Just a lot has transpired uh, in our lives since uh, since <laughs> since last. Uh, she's gonna be a father. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, got a little cheek so, on the way. Yeah, so we're we're gonna. It's it's just exciting times, you know. A lot of lot of fun stuff happening, and um, in 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 our lives, and so we're like, you know what? We got to get back to the get back to the, the other things that bring us joy, and that's talking about Georgia football. And we realized we actually missed a good bit. Uh, a lot has it doesn't feel like a lot's happened, but a decent amount has happened here over the last really about uh, really a month and a half. I would say as far as the off season goes, yeah. I mean we've we've had some. Um... It's a pretty good, big, big announcements. Uh, we also, it's been, yeah, like you said, a month and a half. I mean, we even have some of these guys that, you know, we'll talk about here in a minute. But, I mean, we haven't even covered some of these guys that are coming back, some of the last guys that we were waiting on to decide. And that's how long it's uh, long ago it's been. So, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think this is just, uh, at this point, we just got to do it. <laughs> Well, it's it's more uh, obviously this is probably stuff you guys have already forgotten about. <laughs> For us, we're just kind of we're going to cover it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to remind you that it's all very important. So, uh, so anyway, we we just uh, want to get back get back into it after we took our little little hiatus. But uh, but anyway, we wanted to get back to uh, the kind of some of those players that you were talking about. Uh, we've had a had a few big names that have decided to uh, come back for uh, another season. This year, uh, the biggest of these uh, being Jordan Davis. I mean, just that was kind of the thing that we were, we talked about it a little bit before uh, on the last episode that he was going to be the name, and we both had you know like you know what this could be a big like he it's one of those things that he could go super high in the draft mm-hmm. uh, if if he went, but just the way he was acting like you know what there's still a chance that he's going to stay. I don't know if, if, if there's a single guy. By the way, when you say big, do you mean physically or figuratively? All of the above. Yeah. Everything. I want both. <laughs> because, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Because he is incredibly large. <laughs> I I think it's he's he was definitely the guy that I was – and we mentioned this in the last episode, but he's definitely the guy that I was – I said, if he comes back, that's that's one that's a momentum, but it's also saying – you know, there's there are kids. I mean, he seems like one of these kids. I mean, everything that you've seen about him, he seems like he really enjoys and he appreciates and he does not take for granted the fact that he he wears the red and black on Saturdays. And I and you could tell that he was torn the whole time because I mean, let's be honest, he could have potentially gotten a first round grade. Well, we may never know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that. I don't think that's been released. And I doubt it has, but the fact that he is coming back just, I think, speaks volumes about, one, how much he appreciates our coaching staff and what we do, but also I think he he was quoted as saying, he's like, man, I, I, I want to play one more year with my brothers. Like these, 
these are the guys I love playing with these guys so and I you love to see that it's just refreshing in this day and age of college football you know no oh, yeah well we talked we talked about that too is that we just haven't had that guy do we haven't had that marquee name come back and like make it make ripples in the college football world that he's coming back and well you since, go back and since look, Chubb and Sony right you know, doesn't, I mean, doesn't it, it feel kind of like that oh yeah absolutely absolutely and um because for them it was that whole group and uh but for Jordan you look at our you look at our defense and there is a there's a Georgia defense with Jordan Davis and then there's a Jordan def- there's a Georgia defense without Jordan Davis yeah, and we and got they a are two, last year they are two very different things <clears throat> and he is just he is a literal game changer I mean I know that gets tossed around a lot but when he's in there he's an automatic you got to have two linemen on him every down okay. I mean it's just an automatic change in how we operate and allows us to play more aggressive and uh and uh, and then more importantly just who he is off the field I mean the guy is just one of the like he's a guy that people rally around always having a good time being positive and 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 getting the literally putting the team on his back because he's just so big but he's he's a, I mean it's a it's going to be a game changer for us with a, a defense that is losing so many pieces him coming back is like this stops the hemorrhaging almost yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's kind of it's but it's but it's more than just a quick fix he, he can th- this was huge for us you know you you bring up a good point i i think it's something that we maybe overlooked whenever we were talking about our outline here <clears throat> in preparation for this episode but you know that's that, that is a great point he is a guy who without him going into this year i feel drastically worse because simply because because our defensive backfield is losing so much experience, especially on the outside, we're going to have to have a front seven that is dominant. And without our nose guard, number 99, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some guys that can fill in there, but not somebody who's currently on the team. I would, I would say there's nobody even really incomparable to Jordan Davis currently on the team. I will say also, in, in addition to that, I will say that, that the – uh, what is his name? Ingram Dawkins from South Carolina. He's the next Jordan Davis. This kid is massive. But right now, I would say, if it, not including the incoming freshman, I would say there's nobody that can really take Jordan Davis' spot and be really near as effective as him. Because, I mean, guys, I mean, we've got some guys that are big. I mean, Devontae White is big, who's another guy who I'm happy to have back. You know, you got Trayvon Walker's pretty big. Uh, you got Zion Logue, who's pretty big, but nobody is Jordan Davis double team, potentially triple team, big, and uh, I'm very happy to have him back. Oh yeah, it it you, it really does change our direction going into into next year. I mean, especially you got Clemson first game of the season in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You got to have some type of experience because we know Clemson Clemson's losing guys, but I mean they're still going to be a good team going into next year and obviously I think we're going to be a good team too but just having that kind of experience from the first snap is going to be just a it's going to be the the kind of thing that can tilt the game in our favor right when we get to that when we get to that point just having somebody like him so I that was when I saw that tweet come through I I had to stop what I was doing and just <laughs> take a second. I was like, I got to go take my lunch break now <laughs> just, to, just to calm down because uh, it, it was, it was huge. Got to go 
see a man about a horse, you know. <laughs> uh, the the, uh, the uh, no, I Chancy, you brought up uh, Clemson next year, and this is obviously so far off and and, and unrelated to anything we were about to to, to talk about today, but uh, or at least uh, distantly related. Um, as of right now, would you say you're going to go to the uh, to the to the Queen, Queen City and uh, and and watch us play take on the Tigers? Uh, and, oh, absolutely! Isn't that what they call it? Is it the Queen City? <laughs> it is the Queen City. Yes. Damn, I'm yes. so good. You are the, you are good. Yeah, that's uh, I, I'm I'm going up there a because I used to live there. I was going to say you spent some time up there. Yeah, I lived I lived there for about a year and a half and uh, and and love it up there. So not only is it just a good city in general, but uh, but you you. You bet your tail I'm gonna be up there watching us play. Uh, whatever, whatever it takes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up there. That's why I'm trying to vaccinate all these people so that I can yeah. get to the game. Stick them, <laughs> stick them, baby. I love it. That's uh, another reason I asked is you brought up uh, the whole, you know, having a kid coming down the line here. Uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, that I will have a one month old at that point. I don't know if that's going to be a feasible thing. We shall see. We shall see. There are grandparents <laughs> that will help in times. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. As of right now, I can't commit to anything. But we. it's just kind of one of those things that hit me the other day. I was like, damn, I might not be able to make it. <laughs> but you know what? There well, are things that are more important than football. Not many. But there are things that are more important. Well, I'll be praying for you in Charlotte. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that. Anyway, uh, we hell, man. We we just spent what fifteen minutes talking about our first topic. Um, Chance. We also got Zamir coming back, which was another yeah. thing that we didn't get to talk about last time. Uh, so, how do you? I, so, I, I mean, honestly, how do you feel about that? We, it's we got a crowded backfield. I mean, yeah. with him coming back, and he did not. He did not steal the starting position. Like it was not a clear. Um, by the end of the season, I, I think he was trending upward. By the end of the season, I think he was getting his footing back and and starting to play better toward the end of the year. So I, I feel good. I feel good about the way it was. We were heading uh, with him and him just playing a lot better. But uh, but I mean, we got we got a lot of guys uh, that that are to to run the football, and so I I don't know what it's gonna turn out being. I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess he's going to maintain that starting position, but you got you got Kendall and and who's starting to to shine and uh, was really starting to make a name for himself. I mean, he's a guy that I could see taking that position if he makes a leap and if he makes some leaps in the off season. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's I mean, obviously you'd rather have more than less. So I mean, we've got we literally have a full stable. Of, yeah, but of guys. sometimes less is more, right? Something like that. <laughs> no, I'm I, I, I'm with you. The thing is, I'm never going to hate on a guy like Zamir White. Like, I, I like Zamir. I don't think he's... It, it sucks because I think very much so... And I said this last time. I, I very much so think that he was set back uh, very far having two, two separate ACL tears, two separate legs... Uh, that's just not something that you can recover and, 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 and pull a Nick Chubb and be just fine and, and, and maybe even potentially be better than you were. That being said, I do love the fact that 
Zamir is is a dog. I love that he you know showed that dedication to come back. But at the end of the day, I I I think it may may have been a good idea for him to just go ahead and test the waters. I don't think he's he was going to get drafted though. That's yeah. I mean I I think he would have gone on drafted. So I mean maybe maybe he thinks if he comes back maybe he's got a chance to go maybe in in the fourth or fifth. I mean hell I hope he has a good enough year. I hope he runs for. 1500 yards and it goes you know first rounder second rounder you know whatever but uh i doubt that's going to happen because like you said we've got what 20 running backs at this time at this point i mean <laughs> there's there's no there's no fooling around in the running back room man if you well, uh, like, well, like, De- well like dejon edwards started we started giving him some totes and the guys yeah. are, the guy's a machine i mean he he runs hard yeah <laughs> it's just there's there's we got a lot we got a lot of guys back there and so um, Sawiga is that is that how you say it? Is it Sawiga or Sawega? Sawiga, Sawiga. Okay, yeah. little Southwest Georgia boy. It's a little South Southwest Georgia stuff right there. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I, so I'm 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 definitely interested uh, to see how this is gonna how this is gonna play out for him. And and I mean, I guess that's one thing too is because there's so many guys, you're not gonna have near as many. A season is not as. Um, uh, tough on the body because you, you you're carrying the ball less so your your runs mean more so i mean for him i can see how that for him he's got it can't get because you're, you're right i don't think it could get worse if he stays healthy it's like i mean his chances are only going to get better if he's able to stay healthy um so that's that's kind of my thought process with that i mean because I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to think of it from his perspective because you're right, he wasn't going to get drafted. So then, what's the point? I mean, well, no, that's. I think that's the end all be all. I mean, I think that's all you really need to know is that he probably did not think, and he probably did not get a good grade. He probably did not think that he was going to get drafted. So might as well come back, give it all he's got, play for the team, and see if he has a chance to get drafted next year. I mean, I think it, if his goal is the NFL, then that's it makes sense. On the flip side of the coin, you always got to wonder, okay, how much longer, you know, or, or what, what, what's the state of his knees? And right. nobody knows that better than him. So if he thinks that, okay, I'm feeling comfortable, I mean, it flukes happen, man. I mean, he his, his ACL tear, his second one, right before, was it his freshman year or, or sophomore yep. year? Um, he, he tore it. Hell, I was there. I was at, It was at that, like, closed practice or whatever. I mean, and he tore it on a – a practice punt return. I mean that and that crap like that just happens. This is football. I mean, there's change of direction everywhere. So anyway, um, I, I I love I love that Zeus is coming back and putting it all you know putting it all on the field for for uh, you know one more year. Uh, it, it just kind of is one of those things. That I I don't know if we'll ever really know you know what could have potentially happened if he decided to get pro there. So, uh, but Zeus is uh he is a damn good dog. He how many so. I looked it up. I was pretty sure this was the number. I looked it up. Uh, do you want to guess how many touchdowns he had last year? Oh. Six? Eleven. Eleven? Yeah. He wow. Had pretty, yeah, that's that's good for like a – I'm pretty sure that's good for like – it was like mid-teens in, in, in the country as a running back, at least for rushing yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, – you know that's not a bad season. I mean, well, because yeah. you think about it too, we started putting up points there at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of was basing off of. I was like, huh, 
I don't, we didn't really score that many points the first half of the season, so we made it. That's we a made good point. I want to see time. if I can find like a distribution graph, like that shows like, <laughs> like shows like the disparity between the first half of the season and the second half. Uh, but it's yeah, a, it's I mean, a, it, that's a hockey stick graph. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, but then, uh, other than Zamir, we obviously got news that JT was coming back, which I think you and I both probably expected. Uh, JT, you know, I think he needs another year to get comfortable on that knee. Uh, but he also just, hey, man, he's really only played two full seasons in college football. Uh, actually, not even two full seasons. He's really only played a, a season and a half of college football. And so I think uh, I think it just makes sense. I mean, you come back, you, you put in one more good year – you kind of endear yourself to the Georgia football faithful, and then you kind of groom, help groom Brock Vandegrift to come in and take your spot eventually. Uh, and then uh, behind him, you, you got Gunnar Stockton, who we'll talk about here in a second. So it's a man, it's it's a good problem to have to have uh, JT and uh, Brock on our team. But uh, I don't know what the hell. Uh, what's his face? Carson Beck. He he might as well. He's probably. I can't believe he hadn't already transferred. To be honest with you. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of interesting for when I saw his name the other day, and I was like, huh, I hadn't really thought about old Carson in a while. I wonder what he's thinking. Uh, but but yeah, J- JT. I mean, it didn't make sense to to go. I mean, for for a multitude of reasons. I mean, this is the this is the quarterback draft. I mean, you've got Trevor oh, yeah. Lawrence and Justin Fields and uh, and Zach Jones and all these that are that are going and. Um, and, and anyway, it just it, it did not make sense to because you're not getting picked over any of those guys. Yeah. I mean, and and so you you quickly drop, but then you then you become next year just being at Georgia and having ending the season the way you did. I mean, not not ending it perfectly. I mean, I think in the Cincinnati game I mean, he had some he had some good throws, but still showed that there was opportunity. There's plenty of opportunity for growth, plenty of opportunity for improvement. The guy's not exactly perfect by any means but uh but i think uh i think him getting another year under his belt especially now with kind of like a clean slate in terms of quarterbacks across the country puts yeah. himself in a pretty good position for saying okay i'm gonna be the guy uh i, I could be one of the <clears throat> top names going into um the draft next year in, in terms of the quarterback being in that conversation so it just makes it makes more sense for him no, that's definitely that's a, that's another great point because I mean this year I mean you look at it from top to bottom this is probably one of the best uh, quarterback drafts that we've seen probably at least in the last five years uh, I mean I think you could you could take your pick I mean Trevor Lawrence obviously is the cream of the crop he is the next you know Andrew Luck the next Peyton Manning the next Tom Brady well Tom Brady was a different story he got drafted way back you know in the seventh round or something but. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he's just the next gifted one in a million kind of guy. Justin Fields is a guy who I think a lot of people are starting to see that he may not actually be. <laughs> he not he may not be a uh, top five pick, I, and which is interesting because I mean obviously he's got the physical attributes, but uh, I think a lot of people are thinking, okay, like you know, was it a scheme that made him as good as he was at Ohio State? But you can't argue the numbers. I mean, the numbers are incredible. I mean, the dude threw for threw one interception two years ago. So I don't I don't know. It is it is interesting. And then you know you got Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. I'll say it right now, man. Mac Jones, he's gonna be a Patriot and he's gonna be awesome. I, I think <laughs> I think he is a solid quarterback. Did you see the other day? 
Uh, Devontae Smith, I think it was actually yesterday, said uh, apparently it, it, it was leaked in one of his interviews uh, with one of the NFL teams. They asked him straight up. They said, hey, who's a better quarterback, Tua or Mac Jones? He said, Mac. Did you see that? Damn. No, yeah. I did not see that. <laughs> Holy cow. He said, Mac. Which I'll tell you right now, man, Tua is showing pretty quickly that uh, he may not be all that you think he is in the NFL. Yeah, well, I mean, NFL's a whole different – it's a whole different league, man. I mean, literally, but it's just a whole different – it's a whole different world. And uh, Well, does, but, does does Mac Jones not just look like he's going to – he should be a Patriot? Like he, Oh, my God. He looks I mean, like he's – Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick dream, just, I say he's dreaming about him every day. Every day. Just – how do we how do we get him? Yeah. <laughs> let's trade up. Let's trade up to get I'm, Mac. I, I think they're probably going to end up taking him. I mean, hell, they got a top fifteen pick. I think. I, I don't know. I don't follow the NFL that well, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, chance. I'm uh I'm excited about J. Circling back around, I'm excited about JT coming back. I think he's going to do big things. But I'm also, you know, it's 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 scary to me because you think about okay. Again, we have another year where we're trying to figure out what kind of offensive line do we have. Our defensive backfield, is it going to be... Like, I think this team is going to be good, but, I mean, I think going in last year, I felt more... I felt like we had a more complete team. And and then all of a sudden, obviously, we have COVID. Stetson Bennett's our freaking starting quarterback. Uh, you know, Jamie Newman opts out at the beginning of the season, and then all of a sudden, JT Daniels is like, okay, he's he's reviving us, but you know, he couldn't play until you know November. So I don't know. As I, as of right now, I just don't. I mean, I think I I feel comfortable with JT in in you know at the helm. I just don't know if I feel as comfortable with, with this team going into twenty twenty one as I did last year. You know, going into twenty twenty two. I mean, twenty twenty. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I, I think we've got, we just got more questions. We just haven't had this many questions in a while. Uh, in terms of like, this many questions of what, who are we going to be, especially on the defense side of the ball. I mean, we've been pretty consistently feeling confident about our defense uh, up till this year, and so, um, but having these three guys come back is. It's huge. I mean, it's it's really a it's really a yeah. game changer. Uh, just a from just having guys that have some experience. I mean, uh, but because we're gonna need we need all the experience we can have on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, but I, I'm excited for JT's JT's direct uh, direction. I, I think he's he's definitely got and just having zero time with Munkin. I mean, like not even been able, being able to really do much with our scheme. And now Munkin's actually got a full. He can have a full season under his belt, a full off season, and have something that kind of closely relates to a normal year, mm-hmm. and, and get our guys all on the same page. So I mean, I could see us putting up some some pretty good numbers uh, next year. And so, um, anyway, I, I I do feel I feel a lot better with especially with these three coming back with Jordan Davis topping that list by a significant margin. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, JT was just as important to the offense obviously but i think we yeah. both you you like i said you and i both kind of expected jt to be coming back anyway so I, I don't think that was too too big of a surprise jordan davis was and, and zamir were both actually a pretty big surprise for me uh chance um just kind of moving into a little bit of a quick recruiting update uh 
as I said here in the outline, the 2021 class did not exactly end on a high note. Um, we still had a great class, but it was just that we didn't get a single recruit in 2021. Uh, so there was nobody that committed. There, there was really only maybe two or three guys that we were looking at on actual regular signing day as opposed to early signing day. Uh, and the number one guy was Terry on Ar- Arnold, which apparently went down to the wire. Uh, and then he ended up committing to Alabama. And they had, uh, I think, the best class of all time last year. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Just a ridiculous <laughs> amount of talent. I don't know how they just keep on doing it. Like, obviously, yes, they won the national championship. But it's just it's just unbelievable that they can just put up these numbers time and time again. Uh, Tuscaloosa is not that cool of a city. It's just not. No, no. It, it's it's all a business decision, which is what Terion Arnold said. He tweeted that like a day or two before. He's like, I made I've made my business decision. <laughs> right, let me tell you, as soon as I saw that, I said, Oh, he's going to the tide. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that for a fact. Oh god. So anyway, we we kind of ended that recruiting cycle with a thud, but then we started the 2022 class like on fire with our hair on fire, baby. And uh we got we got a lot of big recruits uh the one that a lot of people are talking about and Obviously, is turning a lot of heads is uh, Gunnar Stockton, who is a Rabin County five-star quarterback. He's a dual threat, and you and I were both talking. Uh, there was a <laughs> on uh, on rivals they have him listed at one ninety-five. So like, I was like, Chancy, there's no way he's one ninety-five. That's five pounds more than I weigh, and uh, <laughs> I didn't say that, but now I said it. Uh, I was like, no, there's no way because this dude is huge. I mean, if you look at him, he actually looks more like Tim Tebow than he does like a you know JT Daniels or Brock Vandergriff. Uh, but anyway, he's he's got the size. He's actually 220, 6'1", 220. He can sling a ball. He's been actually competing in some of these seven on sevens uh, with a lot of these guys that we're we're trying to lock in for the twenty twenty two class. So uh, already. I mean, by rivals, and I think I think potentially across the board, even two four seven, uh, we have three or four uh, five star players already in that class. So uh, looking really good on that front. We recently got uh, I mentioned this to you. We have eight commits. Seven out of the eight are from Georgia, uh, but we recently got a five star defensive lineman uh, from Texas who apparently has roots in in Georgia, uh, but he just committed uh, at the beginning of this this month. So. Got like a lot of good momentum out there right now. The only thing is, I will say, we really, really, really need uh, a good set of of wide receivers in this class. That's the number one. I, to me, that's the number one need because we've got guys. You know, we've got the Jermaine Burdens, we got the Dominic Blaylots, we got the uh, George Pickens. Who's? I mean, there's no doubt that George Pickens is going to leave after this year. I mean, I, I think we all kind of share that same thought. Uh, but then you you know you got you got a lot of talent. Marcus Roseme, uh, these these guys that are were freshmen last year. You got a lot of talent that came in uh, this past year. Uh, but we did not recruit the receiver position uh, in 2021 very well. So uh, we got to capitalize on that in 2022. Uh, but the good news is we got a long way to go, and this is honestly one of the better starts in the Kirby era uh, that we've had, and we've had some really good finishes in the Kirby era. Uh, but at this point in the year, February uh, 2021, 
Not not quite as uh, worrisome as we've been in the last few years, so that's good. But anyway, that's your uh, quick recruiting update, Chance. That's uh, we're looking we're looking pretty good in 2022. We got a lot of these guys from 2021. I think we mentioned this last time. We got a lot of these guys coming in early from 2021 class. So I think there was 14 or 15 guys that were coming came in early. So which would be extremely beneficial for the upcoming season. Oh yeah, um, it's that that's one thing that's going. <laughs> to me, it'll be it'll be a huge leap. We just don't have anybody that's. We just need we need some kind of consistency, some some type of sense of normalcy, and all this kind of everything that's going on because nothing about this past season was was normal, and uh, and these guys just to be able to put together the 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 season we did, and um, so hopefully having these guys coming in and. And being on campus early is gonna give us a leg up because man, we gotta have it. We gotta have, it, especially defensively. We just gotta, we gotta have something. <laughs> We're gonna need a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the defensive backs. I mean, the fact that we lose both our starting cornerbacks, which I was very encouraged by Latavius Brini in the in the Peach Bowl. Play he played really well. Mm-hmm. I assume that he will be at either one of the cornerback spots or the star spot. Amir Speed is starting his twentieth year at the uh, in the program, uh, so you know, looking forward to seeing seeing if he's gonna end up taking some sort of spot. But I mean, I, it's not super promising. So, yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's pretty interesting to see. I mean, I think a lot of people are expecting Keely Ringo to be one of the starting cornerbacks. Um, so it's, uh, I really wish, you know. So just to kind of jump into what we were going to talk about a minute ago, uh, excuse me, here here shortly, uh, Tyreek Stevenson decided he was going to transfer to Miami, which I think, you know, that's his hometown. So I think it was just kind of more or less a homesick situation. Don't blame the kid for deciding, you know, that's, that's not something. I don't think there was any bad blood. I think he just said, hey, look, I miss being down in Miami. Uh, and obviously, it's a program on the rise, so I think he's it's kind of attractive in that nature. Uh, so he decided to go home. But I mean, he would have been one of the starting quarterbacks. Cornerbacks. That's there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm just that was one I wasn't. Uh, I was not ready for. Uh, just mentally, it was kind of one of those things. It's kind of a kick the guts, like that gummit. That was not what we needed. Uh, if there was a position we did not need a need need that to happen it was that one um so anyway but hopefully him being closer home be a good thing for him but man that just it just sucks uh for sure well i think that all i mean you look at the two safety positions i mean uh, thankfully we got some experience there with seen and then obviously chris smith played in there you know once richie got hurt and i thought chris smith i thought he played pretty well and then you got some guys you know behind them you know that are uh, what's what's the guy's name? Number twenty, I think. Yeah, yeah. Major Burns is is looking pretty good, and then there's the other guy, Jade Jaden, not Jaden Hunter. Oh gosh, now I can't remember what his name is. Anyway, we've got some. We still have some talent. There's talent across the board. We're just missing experience, and that's the problem. And at, at this point, I mean, Keely Ringo can be as as damn talented as he can be, which I think he's going to be a stud. But he's still going to be basically a freshman because he never got to play a freaking down last year. He gets hurt right before the season, so I, I I'm thinking at this point, you know, if we if we can find some guys that are very comfortable in the defensive backfield, we can get some 
uh, leadership from the scene, and, and and honestly, we just need leadership from the. You don't have to have leader like a, a, a captain in the defensive backfield. It's nice if you do. If you got a guy like Richie LeCount, you know that's awesome. But if you, as long as you have a guy like Nicobe Dean as the literally the, the you know the play caller, the captain of the defense, you know, in in the center center of the linebacking core, then then you're pretty good to go. As long as he knows what everybody needs to do, and he's there, and 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 it has that basically that force about him, I think I think that's all you know. That's all you really need as far as the defensive leadership. But we just need more experience, man. I'm, it's 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 definitely concerning going into the year. Uh, and then we also lost, you know, a little bit of depth. I would say Jermaine Johnson transferred to Florida State, uh, which. I mean, I it sucks. I mean, it. I think he's a good player, but then you have, I mean, you got guys like Adam Anderson. You got Nolan Smith. We got plenty of outside linebackers. <laughs> so I'm not I too will concerned be you. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got we we got guys in that spot. I mean, you never want to you never want to lose a guy. I mean, ever. But um, but anyway, it, it just it sucks. But um, well, but I was yeah, kind of pissed about that though. Did you see like his his dad was bad mouthing us and all that? I did not see that. Uh, yeah, his dad was like bad mouthing Kirby, saying that we made all these promises, empty promises, and never played him, which is bullcrap because he played more than Adam Anderson and Nolan Smith combined. <laughs> like he was literally the second guy on the field after Aziz, who is gonna potentially be a first round pick. I don't, I don't get it, man. Every it's you, you give these helicopter parents sometimes, and it's just. I mean, these kids, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jermaine is, is ultra-talented, but he made the decision to go UGA. I think he felt pretty comfortable. And to be honest with you, like, the parents shouldn't be speaking for the kid. Let the kid yeah. speak. And honestly, like, keep your mouth shut. Like, you don't you don't need to be tweeting and all this stuff. Like, all that does is, is hurt, you know, his relationship with his friends. And, you know, other parents of other, other, other teammates are going to attack him. So it's just... And it's not, you know, obviously everybody wants what's best for the kid. It's just, it just makes everybody look bad. It makes him look bad. And then, of course, you got, I mean, the Georgia football fan base, we're, we're pretty emphatic. I mean, we're, we, 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 we like our dogs kind of thing. But, like, if you turn us on us kind of thing or badmouth us, you know, somebody's going to say something. Somebody's going to tweet it to you. And then all of a sudden, the, the situation has escalated very quickly. So, it just... It just kind of sucks that whole situation. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it's it's been a it. It's just why do that? I mean, it doesn't. It does. It serves you no purpose. I guess it makes you think. It makes it, you justify why you're why you're leaving. But anyway, I I have no idea. This it's just it's it's weird. Well, it just makes it harder on. I mean, like if if you really you know care about. Your, your son's future it, it makes it harder on him it's just, it just it makes him look bad without you even really caring to make him look bad I you know I don't know it just it sucks but anyway uh, long story short Jermaine Johnson's gone to Florida State good luck to him I think he will do well there do I think that's a good program to go to right now absolutely not it's a terrible <laughs> program to go to right now so anyway it is what it is uh on top of that, we we found out that Arik Gilbert decided he wanted to go be with the enemy and uh, go to go to Florida, and um, 
Well, don't let the door hit you on the way out, brother. Oh man, yeah, it's a, a, definitely a curveball. But uh, but uh, I mean, and and you brought this up earlier. We're we're getting getting pretty full in the tight end room. I yeah. mean, and mm-hmm. and so we're uh, we were we definitely have a lot of talent and Darnell especially showing out here at the end of the season and uh, had a big bowl game and um, tight end starting to become more of a, because in my mind, I'm like, well, the tight end starting to become more of our game and we're starting to focus on that more. But, uh, but they had a, uh, they had a big spot uh, in Florida open with uh, 84 leaving. And yeah. so he's going to try to take that, He's going to take Pitt's role of being the guy. So, I mean, you got, you got a little more that you can market with there and be like, hey, we're going to – this guy being a, possibly a first-round pick or whatever the case is and, like, all this kind of stuff. And um, it's just I, – I, well, after it happened, I was like, I can see that. But it's also like, man, screw you going to, like, shoot Florida. I mean, <laughs> just like, well, what the hell? I, I agree. I think, well, you know, going back to being, being a – Business decision, I think it makes sense. Uh, you you go look and you look. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts, who was a surefire first round pick. They utilized him very well. He was basically the center of their offense. I mean, he was almost as important to their offense as Kyle Trask was. And you know, you got a very similar skill t- skill type and body type who's who's looking for a new home. It's super easy. I mean, hey, come on in. You're you are the starter, no doubt. And I mean, and if he came here, like we would probably, I would hope that we would just move him out to wide receiver, which he should just do anyway. Because right. I will say, Darnell's. I think Darnell, top to bottom, is a better blocker than he is. And Darnell is obviously a big body. He, I think he's a great receiver, and we need to utilize him more. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't say that Arik is. A better, better blocker or a more physical blocker in the in the least bit. No, so. I, I I definitely agree. I, I I've I'm super pumped about Darnell. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think I think he's gonna have a big 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 year this year. So it sucked, but it was also at the same time I was like, we finally have the tight ends we've been wanting. <laughs> it's like we've we've got the we've got the guys that can uh, can can get us back to to using a tight end the way we should. And I think at the end of the year we kind of showed. We're going to uh, we're we're going to make the best of of our of our talent there. So yeah. I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Well, we also got Brock, uh, whatever the hell his name is, Brock. Uh... <laughs> Brock, what's your name, bro? <laughs> Wait, Californian. I literally just I literally just read it, and I I mean and I know this guy. But no, this is this is killing me. I have to uh, and, and by know this guy, I know I know. I know. I've read about him several times. <laughs> it's it's another B name, I think. We're like I, brothers. This is worth me. This is worth me looking up. Bowers, yes, Brock Bowers. Okay, gosh, yeah, you got the Brocks, Brock Bowers and Brock Vandegrift. Uh, but anyway, Brock Bowers is another super talented tight end from California, and you know, out west, we just for some reason pulling our tight ends from out west. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's uh. I mean, that's another reason. I mean, we just, yeah, we had just a full tight end room. Even though the guys, I mean, hell, who are the guys that we have that are younger than him? Oh, excuse me, older than him. I mean, Brett Sather, Scyther, has he ever seen the field? Uh, has uh, the kid from um, K 
kid from Kennesaw. Don't even know his damn name. And then there's another guy. <laughs> well, there's Fitzpatrick, who I like Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Yes. Fitzpatrick, he's he's a solid he's a solid tight end. So yeah, I mean, we got guys that are just I don't know, man, a lot of unproven guy. The kid from Kennesaw is like six seven. He's like as big as Darnell is. How is he not as good? <laughs> How can you not be better? <laughs> be better. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, uh I don't know. We got derailed right there. Well, uh, screw Arrigo. you, Arik. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Florida and we hate you. That's all yeah, there is yeah. to you, you you remember that whole in fact like uh, Georgia fans are being pretty uh amped up about things well that's one of them going to florida yeah. really yeah. just really just signed your signed your ledger there you, you're uh, talking about and i mean you're looking at two guys that absolutely hate florida mm-hmm. yeah, that's i don't awesome. know if we've mentioned it but uh <laughs> speaking of uh florida and in, in some off kind of distant way um we have a new analyst on our team <laughs> and uh pretty pretty big name uh, in the in the world of college football, uh, Will Muschamp has now joined our staff, and uh, I'll be honest, took a lot of pride in this one. Just really, really enjoyed the fact that he's coming to us as uh, in, in a in this position <laughs> of, of being just a just a defensive analyst, um, and obviously not working out as a head coach wherever he's been. Um, but the guy is a hell of a defensive mind, and uh, his son's a walk-on uh, quarterback for us. But, uh, yeah, we've got Will Muschamp, who is getting paid a pretty solid sum. I think he's still getting paid by Florida. And is he, I, don't know if he's, I don't know if he still is or not. But, anyway, he's got a lot of money he's still getting. He probably is. The, these, yeah, dude, these, these agents these days, whoo. They know what they're they, doing, I man. I don't know where they're finding this money from, but he's getting paid like three hundred thousand dollars with us, but then getting paid like he's got like twelve million dollars that he's going to be getting paid over the course of like he, he's <laughs> probably still years. getting paid by Texas somehow. Oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. these contracts get. I mean obviously he he left Texas. That's a different situation, but these contracts just keep getting so ridiculous that it's just saying, hey, look, X amount of money you are going to pay him. Period. And so these buyouts, like you, you get in situations like Auburn is right now, with a buyout with Gus Malzahn, and it's like, holy crap, man! <laughs> like, it's just you, you do realize these guys a lot of times, not all, not all the time, but a lot of times are state employees. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I don't know how the hell all that stuff sh- shakes out, but it's uh, you know, it's it is interesting though. Gus Malzahn is you know, gone to UCF and that's a different story, but Will Muschamp has made his rounds and now he's a defense. It's the same to me. It's, it's similar to uh, Butch Jones whenever he was on Alabama and everyone's like, Oh, the ball boy, Butch Jones. <laughs> <laughs> it's that a uh, brick by brick guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, he put Tennessee on the map. You know, what's so sad. He beat us twice. Yeah. And you had to bring that up. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to Will Muschamp. Um, but well, and then you talk about Will Muschamp. It's times that he's beaten us, and it's just so frustrating. Um, anyway, I, I mean, honestly, a guy with his with all his talent. I mean, in terms of his his defensive mind and and things like that. I mean, he's he's going to be kind of like a coach's coach deal for the for our, our defensive uh, coaches and things like that. But. I mean, honestly, this is just a, 
a hangout spot for him till he figures out what he wants to do next and what his next opportunity is going to be. I mean, is really yeah. what it kind of kind of boils down to. But um, well, I, I I do think there's potential. I mean, I, it sets up really well. I mean, this is a fantastic play by Kirby for for many reasons. One. He's so Will. Yes, he has his his son is on 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 Georgia's football team. He's a walk on, but then his, I think it's his youngest son or one of his younger sons is is playing high school. He, he's in he's in high school right now. He's playing high school football, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to be in Oconee. Uh, I think he's got. I think he's already bought a house in Oconee. So his kid's going to be you know playing in Oconee County High School or North Oconee or whatever, and so. He's going to have a chance to watch his son play high school football, sit back and enjoy, kind of set some roots in, in Athens. And then the idea is like, okay, you know, maybe eventually if Dan Lanning leaves, you know, do you take a shot with Glenn uh, Schumann? Or do you look at Will Muschamp and say, hey, what do you think about becoming the defensive coordinator? Especially after, like, once his son in high school uh, you know, once his son in high school, if he, you know, once he goes to college, you know, it's kind of like, all right, this is a different story. Unless he continues to play football, you know, it's like, all right, well, might as well go ahead and get back into the coaching game. No, so no, I, I think good. it's just great. It, it's a win-win. Oh yeah, it's definitely a good. It's a it's a real good opportunity um, for 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 all the parties in, involved. I mean, obviously, there's been days where I've cursed Muschamp. Um, oh sure. Just so much of uh, a lot of my time was spent <laughs> cursing him <laughs> when he was in Florida, but um, but anyway, I, I agree. I think it's going to be it's a good move. It's a good move for for everybody involved. So um, obviously, going to wish him the best, and yeah. uh, hopefully, he analyzes very well for us and provides good intel. So uh, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not naive to to think about like. Some of the comments he made, especially when it was at Florida, not so much South Carolina, uh, but whenever he was at Florida and some of the comments he made, basically just saying disgracing the Georgia football program kind of thing, you know, as a former player, uh, was definitely kind of one of those things that I was, you know, it boiled my blood a little bit. But at the same time, I always knew that, one, there's a lot of coach speak these days. I mean, they, they've got press conferences every freaking day there's always you know or at least every week they have a recap on what's going on and all this stuff so it's like there's a lot of times where you gotta at least show your allegiance so i i don't, don't want to say i look too far into it but I, I mean i definitely hated Muschamp whenever he, he was at florida but at the same time he played for georgia i didn't really buy into this whole like he hates georgia thing but then also just behind all of that i always knew that he was a damn good coach he just was not mm-hmm. a head coach. I just don't think there's a lot of defensive coordinators you can look at these days who who are never meant to be head coaches. And Jeremy Pruitt, case in point, <laughs> that guy should never be a head coach. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I I'm looking forward to him being a, a a big asset to the team, and I think he will be. No, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, move, moving on here a little bit. I don't really know. Do you know what the DB's the new DB's coach name is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not, not, I don't know much about this guy. Just to be quite honest. Oh <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I feel bad that we don't know his name. Anyway, <laughs> we got a new we got a new DB's coach because our guy left to go be the damn uh, defensive coordinator at Indiana. Oh wow! How do you go from a DB's coach to defensive coordinator? I don't know. 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, he's going to be uh, new. Uh, he's our new DBs coach, and apparently there was some talk. He was from West Virginia. There was some talk that there was a decent DB uh, from West Virginia that was going to come with him, and uh, I think that's been shot down. I don't know if it was really a, you know, a committable offer, I guess, as they say these days. Uh, so, anyway, Drayshawn Miller, he actually decided to go to Auburn. No harm, no foul. We'll figure it out, man. At this point, like with our DBs, like, yes, we need as talented of a coach as we can get. But at the same time, like, we need, we need to give these guys as many reps as possible. Uh, Chance, aside from, that, aside from that, we were going to talk about Isaiah Wilson real quick. We – don't really know what the situation is. Obviously, what did you say? What did he tweet out? He tweeted that that he's done with the Titans, like, and that they're they're basically he was tweeting their separation, or he was tweeting that he was getting cut. Is <laughs> basically what it what Oof. it boiled down to, and it was just a series of awkward events that just kind of kept happening, and and him basically just showing his face, and we talked about it back this time last year I guess that he was I mean obviously he's a pure a pure talent but he just did not need to leave yet um I mean he's just he was just very young and very naive and um so but he he it was first round pick and just um showed his tail all year long and just never really committed to being yeah the a guy the uh a first round pick basically. And, yeah. uh, and you go back and look at some of the, the, the tweets, um, people were like Titans fans responding to, to that tweet. And it was like, Ugh, that's, this is that bad part of Twitter that you don't want to, <laughs> that you don't want to see because <laughs> uh, it was, what, uh, it was not pretty. I, uh, I've, I've seen, I mean, I, I don't really do Twitter, but I have seen on Instagram, he had been, doing some weird things and, and, and acting kind of the fool. And obviously it seemed like there was really no motivation to, to, to get better. I mean, like you see a lot of these guys like, Hey man, I'm, you know, it's off season. I'm going to, you know, cut out Twitter or whatever. I'm going to focus on what I got to do. You know, here's my regiment, you know, let's, you know what, if you want to go along with me, we're going to work out or whatever, like, you know, however they stay fit, and sometimes I'll post about it and promote it and all that. And, uh, man, he was just partying. And, I mean, to be, to be honest with you, I mean, there's there there's potentially he had, he had a drinking problem or, or something to do with drugs. And, obviously, the kid needs help. You know, hopefully somebody's going to be able to reach out to him that knows him. But it just sucks because, you know, one more year potentially in the program, mature a little bit more. Uh, and understand that, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, money does a lot to these guys. I mean, they're he's what twenty one years old, twenty one or twenty two. So just sucks to see. I I did not, I had not seen that tweet until you said something about it earlier. But uh, I hate, I hate that happen. It's uh, he's a hell of a talent. Yeah, and so maybe this will be a wake up call for him. But obviously, that tweet does not make you initially think that. Uh, but. Anyhow, it's a uh, sounded like it was a might have been a mutual uh, agreement that uh, this was not a good fit, and because uh, they're, I mean they're they're a tough they're a tough team. I mean, Titans are hard nosed. Like I like I mean, the way they play football. 
Yeah. I mean, they, they're it's yeah. it's fun to watch them play, and uh, and it's a it's a cool it's a fun team to watch. Uh, even even this past year, if uh, it was going to be interesting to see if they could maintain kind of that just hard nosed, heavy run game. And sure enough, it did. It got them got them pretty pretty far into the season. But uh, but anyway, I'm just I, I'm just hoping that he can find some kind of help because it's just. It was just a weird thing. It was just like every time you looked at it, it kind of made you cringe, and it was just like, uh, is that like, why would yeah. you, why would you do that? Why would you? What, what's the? There's something else at play that you can't yeah. see. Is kind of what it what it comes down to. So we hope he gets better and uh, and and finds some type of relief through all this. So uh, yeah, get get better, boy, because um, we we need you to not be the way you are right now. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, we're we're pulling for him, but at the same time, like you, you can't you can't blame other people for for the the the, the choices that you've made, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, pick 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 yourself up. You're a hell of a talent. You're a big ass dude. Go in, put the work in, and then you know what? You'll continue to make millions of dollars. You know, you just gotta. It's just a mindset thing. So anyway, um, chance. I uh, don't know if there's really anything out of the to talk about we've kind of uh drifted dry here uh. <laughs> well we had to, we had to recap the recap the last month and a half or so and kind of get back into the back in the swing of things because i mean stuff's gonna start happening this is when it's like we got draft stuff coming up and uh so i mean there's gonna be there's gonna be some other things that pop up here soon but uh but it's gonna be spring practices and all that kind of stuff's gonna be interesting to see how they make all that work and so anyway, stuff stuff's about to start happening, but we had to we had to get back into our groove. Speaking of spring practices, did you see the G Day is going to be a uh, a paid pay for allotted seat event I saw that. this year? I saw that. I saw that, and yeah. they're giving all the money. I don't know if they said what charity it is, but they're giving. I think it's I think all... it's a bunch of different charities in the area. I think it's gotcha. like ESP and Miracle and all that. So yeah, so they're they're doing that, which I thought was a great idea. I mean, yeah. Um, people are obviously going to want to get into the stadium and and see the dogs play and um, and so I, I think it's a great idea for sure. I think it's like ten bucks a ticket or something like that. Yeah, ten bucks a day. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm yawning. Woo. Um, no, yeah, I think it's I think it's ten dollars, but it's that makes sense though because I mean they can't just be like okay, willy nilly, you know, everybody make sure you sit in a seat that has a seat back on it because that's how they did it during the season. Uh, so they had to make it a little bit more formatted, uh, so that makes sense. So anyway, I'm I'm excited for. The, I mean, I probably won't go. I mean, if it's going to be televised, I'll I'll watch it and you know take a look at it and see if we can uh, analyze anything from it. But uh, I think it's a great idea. Josh Brooks is already showing that he is an innovative athletic director and a guy who's willing to do. They're doing the Top Golf thing. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did see that. A lot of people are really excited about that. I'm like, well, I'll be honest with you, this it's not something that I'm like dying to do. Like, uh, I like yeah. golf and I like football. I like, so I love Sanford Stadium, but it's like, don't really. I hope they put nets up. I mean, they're gonna put nets up, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be breaking crap, like <laughs> hitting I mean, scoreboards and all I don't even care stuff. if it's like if they're putting dents in the seats. I think that's dumb. But there's no, there's no way they're they're gonna have to have nets up. I mean, oh yeah, no, no, but yeah, yeah, there'll, there'll definitely be nets and stuff up. But I agree. I, th- I think you're seeing that he's he's already trying to 
make his mark, but in a in a positive way. Like he's he's trying to bring new ideas to the table and kind of bring us right. up into right. uh, into the into twenty twenty one and into new things and just making a, making a good name for us. So hopefully he can keep that up. Yeah, for those of you who are going to Top Golf in Sanford Stadium, man, send us send us some videos or something because uh, I think it'd be cool to see. But I don't, you know, I'm not dying to. I'm not dying yeah. to do it, but yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut in line to get to get to the front of that. So, but uh, anyway, man, uh, uh, it feels good to be back. It's good to see yeah. you. Good to lay my eyes on you. And yes. uh, you as well. And uh, so we'll uh, get back in get back into our groove. But um, but uh, it's it's been fun, and I'll uh, talk to you soon, my friend. <laughs> I guess I haven't, I haven't ended. I haven't ended the podcast in a while, so it's kind of like I'm trying to remember how well, to. Here's, <laughs> remember here's how to what do usually it. happens. I say go dogs. You say dogs on top. That's right. I do remember that. So you have to say it first. I say go dogs. Go dogs. Dogs on top. And I usually do something like woof. <laughs> <laughs>